Hey guys, welcome back to the Steel Day podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Steele, and we have the wonderful Kendall Yuri with us today. Hey, Kendall. Hi, everyone. I'm so excited that you're here today. Like, seriously, you're so cute and so fun to be with and just talk with. I love how we met too. We met through Instagram, which I feel like most people that I talk with here on my podcast, I've met through Instagram, but it's just like so fun because you meet people that are like the same vibe. And I feel like Kendall's totally my same vibe. So Kendall, tell us a little bit about you. Tell us about your Instagram, what you do. Sure. So thanks for having me first. This is my first one. I'm so excited. Um, but yeah, so my name's Kendall Yuri. I'm from Annapolis, Maryland. Uh, born and raised there. I went to Virginia Tech, uh, studied engineering. And then after college, I moved to like the DC area for three years. Um, and then right now I'm kind of in like an in-between weird COVID phase. And I um, plan to be moving to Florida in January. So next month. Um, and then my Instagram. So I run an account. It's called ILML moments. Um, it's a, it stands for, I love my life moments. Um, so I started the account probably like a year and a half ago. Um, and yeah, so it's called ILML moments and kind of started in a weird way. Um, it was really unexpected, I guess. I used to say, I used to scream a quote and, um, all my college or uh, like high school friends are listening. They, I used to scream it in this really like high pitched voice. Um, I scream, I love my life uh, in like moments of happiness or fun moments. Literally like I'd be in an Uber and I'd scream it just excited with friends. Um, and then in college, yeah, people would like think it was funny or they would say it. And then after college, it like picked up. People started like they would tag me and they're like ILML moments. So they would take videos and be like, it screamed the scream and it was, it's like a high-pitched voice I love my life um, <laughs> and they would like tag me in the videos on my personal account and it'd be like a group of people like some people I didn't know some people I did know um, but they would take like a little insta story and they'd tag me and it just tag they'd, tag, they'd say like ILML and then they'd tag my personal account um, and it just started to like pick up like I'd get all these like random tags or like yeah like Instagram tags um and people were just like sending me their happy moments with like ILML written on it um and sometimes it'd just be a picture like someone at like a coffee shop and they were just like happy with their little moment at the coffee shop or be like a group of friends and they'd be at dinner or something and they'd do the scream uh one time I had a girl tag like a, a work event and she got her entire like company to scream it and they tagged me that's so and then cool. it just started getting like random people that I didn't know, like people got out in California I'd never met before would tag me and be like, I, I saw my friend doing this and I thought it was so fun. Like I just made us like appreciate what we were doing. Um, but anyway, so then they were tagging my personal account and then I was like, okay, I want like a place for them to tag. That's not like just my like personal account, like my Kendall area account. Um, so I created a side Instagram and I was just like, this is where tag like tag the little videos here like I'll just collect them all on that page and at the time I didn't really like know what I wanted to do with the page um but I knew what the concept was like the concept was just like finding moments that you were appreciative like the little moments in your life um so I started the account 
And at first I like only would post the little videos like on stories. And I just like didn't really know what to do with the actual like Instagram posts. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so that's how the Instagram got started. So cool. Amazing. And your posts are amazing, which is so funny because you say that you didn't know what to do with it, but I feel like you knew all along, like you just had to figure it out, but like you knew it all along because what you're sharing is like unreal. I love the quotes that you share. Yeah. So for those that aren't familiar with her account, um, what she does is she shares like different motivational, would you say like motivational quotes and like life quotes and different things that help you, I guess, get through the day. And so Kendall, what's your, what's been your response? Like when you first started doing that, wasn't your feed like all yellow? Yeah. So in the beginning, like I said, it was just really like the people tagging me and they're like happy little moments. Um, And in the beginning, it was just like reminding people like the count, the concept is about like small moments in your life to appreciate, appreciate them. It's like about the the little sunset you see at the end of the day, like that's my own moment or getting coffee with a friend or like exercising, I don't know, just whatever it is. It could be making your iced coffee in the morning, um, like your favorite dinner. Like at first it was just that concept of people like showing their ILML moments, the small moments that makes you appreciate your day. And then, um, yeah, I've always loved quotes. Um, so I started just like creating quotes. Um, and then, yeah, it was just like a yellow feed with just simple font and it'd be favorite quotes that I loved. I've always been a big quote person. My friends kind of laugh at me, like the live, laugh, love from like years ago. Um, I used to have those like around my room. Um, I was that person. Um, but I've always <laughs> no loved shame. quotes. And then, and then, yeah, I had, it was like two years ago, I got really interested in like podcasts, like personal develop pod, like personal development podcast or like leadership development podcast. Um, motivational YouTube videos and then I was constantly like yes so good those I'm not kidding like single-handedly changed my like life I think um but I just started listening to them and I was like wait I could share all this stuff that's helping me personally on this account like one day it clicked I was like wait I'm listening to all these podcasts and reading these books and these YouTube videos and I was like it's helping me mentally so much um, because I was like kind of, I was struggling like two years ago and, um, it definitely helped me get out of it. And I was like, people would ask me for podcasts or book recommendations or video recommendations. And I was like, why am I just sending this like to like via text or whatever? Like I should just share this on the Instagram that I already have. Like, why wouldn't I do that? And I remember calling my brother and being like, I got it. Mm-hmm. All the stuff that we listen to. We, I can just share and whoever wants to see it can read it or listen to it, but they don't have to, like, if they don't want it, they don't have to follow, but right. it helped me. So I might as well share it with people and see if it helps them. So. And it's made a huge impact on so many people's lives. You shared a story with me about how, you know, people would send you DMs about, you know, like this account has changed my life. I look forward to these quotes every morning. Like it helps me get out of bed. And I just think what you're doing is incredible. And it's honestly like even helped me like our conversation that we had um, before this, this conversation here, um, you just shared just kind of like your, your epiphany and which we'll get into later and all of these things. And 
it just really made me reflect on my own life and think like, wow, like I could, I could really soak in every single moment or at least identify one moment in each day that I'm just so happy about. So for example, today, um, it's been so weirdly warm where I'm from, well, where I live, not where I'm from, but normally like this time of year, it's like negative 10, like literally five feet of snow outside. Like it just sucks. And it's like this until probably like May, like it is so cold, whatever. And there's no snow on the ground right now. I wore Birkenstocks outside and it was like 30 degrees this morning or like today. And that's unreal. Like that is so warm. So today I was like, I'm going to take advantage. I'm going to go take my dog for a walk. And when I was out there, I was like, wow, I love this weather. Like it is so nice. I just love this moment. And I love that I'm able to like go and walk my dog in the middle of December in Rexburg, Idaho. And so I don't know. (laughs) I just feel like even just then that like that changed my perspective a lot. And like normally I would be like maybe be too tired tired to go on a walk or something like that because I had other stuff going on but I was like oh well I had to take advantage of the weather because I love it outside so much so why don't I go and like enjoy it so that really helped me so you're making an impact on me at least so oh, I love that that makes me so happy yeah so I think I'm we can all do that it. yeah and that's like what the concept is and I think then the name can be like confusing at first because it's not about like I mean it is about like your whole life but it's about like like your day-to-day like you can't keep looking like so I mean you can but we shouldn't just always look for the next big thing like the next big moment in life like we're living like 24 hours every day and like yeah we have goals that are in the future and there's things we want to do and there's things we want to accomplish but if we're constantly like thinking about all those big goals and what's next and just focusing on like the big moments the big moments are good love the big moments those like the big ILMO moments but like you have Mm -hmm. to think about your everyday and like what's important in your day and like are you doing things that do bring you joy and bring you like happiness and making time for yourself because those are the moments that like make you appreciate your life Mm -hmm. and not like you're not other people's life I keep losing my headphone um but not looking at other people's lives but looking at your own like your own day-to-day if you make time like you said like going out and just going for that walk and being in the warm weather like when you do that you just start to appreciate like the 24 hours that you're in not the that month that you're looking forward to mm-hmm. you know or the weekend like That's so true. often we live for the weekend I lived for the weekend. I mean, I love weekends. They're like a bonus. But for so long, I would only think about like Friday, Saturday. But like, why can't we enjoy Monday through Friday? Like, yeah, we have jobs, but there's still like, there's time after it. And I I know a lot of people are like, it's like a stressful time. People are busy, but like, even just like the 15 minute walk you said you did today, like that does make a difference. Just being outside or walking your dog and being in the fresh air like it really does make a difference and you, you still did your job we're still doing this podcast like I don't know just gotta yeah do something something yeah, that you I enjoy shared, something that makes yeah. you happy totally and I shared actually my boss is I'm really candid with my boss and he's really candid with me so I think that that's why it helps um but he we were like talking about it and this is kind of a little bit off, but I I was talking to him about just negative self-talk and how often like I'm really self-critical of my work. So 
I don't really ever see other areas that I can actually improve on or strengths that I have because I'm so obsessed with the things that I feel like I'm bad at when I'm really not, if that makes sense. So I'm like obsessive about trying to be really good at a bunch of different things that I neglect the other things that are around me. I don't know if that makes sense, but it makes sense in my mind. So anyways, he, he, he was saying, he was like, what I need you to do is every day at the end of the day after work, because he obviously we're talking about work. He's like, after work, you have to say or write down the three best things that happened to you at work today. And I was like, oh, okay. So now I've been writing down the three best things that have happened at work today. And that like really changed my perspective because I too used to live for the weekends and it it's still really easy to do that. Right. Like I'm not saying every right. day is like, you know, like every week I'm like, oh yeah, let's go. Let's get up at freaking 6 a.m. and get <laughs> right, ready right. for work. Like, no, that's not the vibe, but it's, yeah. <laughs> it's still like your life, right? Like you can't, yeah. you can't like hope and wish something away. And that's also something, sorry, this is another tangent. I just, there's a lot of things in my head right now, <laughs> but um, good. I love it. There was this girl that I follow on Instagram and she's an influencer, but her husband just finished residency, medical school residency. And Mm. so she said that they've been in school like since medical school and his residency in total for 10 years. And um, she said, like, I just want to remind anybody that is like going through the med school process or has like a significant other that's going through it to not wish that time away because then you'll wish 10 years away of your life and like don't do that because you'll never get that back she's like if you wait so long and and like just lit trying to live day to day and you're wishing these 10 years away she's like you're gonna regret that someday because those are 10 years you can never get back so try to find what you love in that day with your significant other or whoever's going through med school or a hard time. So don't wish it away. And I felt like that was so helpful. And it kind of like goes along with what we're talking about. No, definitely. And I was just, that like concept has been in my head recently. And I think it was, we had like a conversation It sparked it. Whenever things like spark in my head or I get like, I lost my headphone again, (laughs) a bit of motivation. I like have to, or like a thought in my head, I have to write it down in my phone notes. Like if you scroll through my phone notes, it's just like, no, 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 because it's like the shower thought type thing, except I yeah. always, always have to write it down on my phone because I'll be like, oh, my God, I had an idea and then I forget it. So I just write it down. Um, but the other day I wrote something and I was like, enjoy where you are now with who you're with now and the memories you're making, the accomplishments you're achieving, because at one point this is what you dreamed of and this is what you craved uh, the moments we're living in. And so like the concept I was getting at is like, you know, when you were like, were dreaming to get into like your dream college or like your dream job. And then, or like, even right now for me, it's like, I remember when I was going into an office, I was like so jealous of people that worked remote. And it's like, now we're living that, but it's like, you get to the college or you get to that big dream that you wanted down the line or that, yeah, like getting into your dream college or getting your dream job. And then a lot of times, like we get the dream job that we're like so happy that we got that what is the acceptance like letter whatever and that moment was great but then when you're like doing it you you're living it it's like this is it this is that nine to five that I was like so excited for but like yeah you were excited that's what you wanted and you look forward to it so much you were like craving that job and then when you're in it it's like oh wow so you gotta embrace it like this is what 
Like at one point, that's what you wanted. Yeah. Like, and it's, 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 and it's still what you want, but we focus so much on like the next big thing. Like I was just mm-hmm. saying, but like you craved that, like, or it was like a dream of yours. Like this yeah. podcast, they wrote on my goals for 2020. I was <laughs> really? like, I want to I be, it. yeah. Oh my so God. For the first time, um, in, for the first time in, I've never written like, or done a vision board, mm-hmm. but I did one in 20 and beginning of 2020. And like, you know, you pick, this is like way different topic than we were just talking about, but you print out pictures and then you like what you want to accomplish in that year, okay. whatever month. Um, and then I had it on my wall for like the longest time, like right in the beginning of the year. Um, and I'll be honest right now, it's in the back of my car, but I think you, sub- <laughs> I think you subconsciously, like since it's pictures, you like remember what you put on your vision board. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I really haven't looked at it in a long time. But I put on my um, vision board to be on a podcast and we're in December and I, you randomly reached out to me and I was like, oh my gosh, like (laughs) I didn't, I must have subconsciously manifested this because I hadn't been like looking to be on a podcast. I somewhat fear it, still do as I'm speaking, but, (laughs) um, (laughs) but I'm doing it and it was my goal one time, you know, and I subconsciously made might have manifested it I don't know but that's yeah so like awesome. we have these goals and stuff and then when we reach them we forget to be like whoa grateful what I wanted yeah. yeah I know it's something um it's this concept that I've also been thinking about about how we are so focused on the future that once we get to the future we neglect that and then like and then we focus on the future again so then really we never bask in those moments ever because yeah it's so short lived. And it's kind of the same concept that you were just talking about. But it's just so sad. Like, why do we do that to ourselves? Like, I'm a very future oriented person. And I always look towards the future. And so even right now in my myself, I'm like, Oh, I can't wait till we do this. I can't wait till I do that. I can't wait till I do this. Like, it's like, slow down, enjoy your life right now. It's totally fine to have those great dreams and manifestations and vision boards, but they'll come in time, but don't wish away what you have right now, because what you have right now is allowing you to get there. So don't like, don't diminish your right now because your right now is pivotal for you to get to the next spot. Right. Exactly. No, I, that's something else I was thinking about today, I think, or maybe it was yesterday. I don't know. Um, but I remember two years ago being like, I need, I visited my friends in Florida and I was like, I need to live there. Like, I love it there. But like, and I was like, next year I'm moving. Like, I don't care. But like, had I done that at that time, like my, my life would probably not be where it is right now because like mm-hmm. everything I, I'm one of those, like everything happens for a reason type people or like, no, there's always a lesson. There's always a lesson from something. I'm not saying everything is good, but I think that like, um, things happen for a reason or you can learn from it no matter what um but yeah so like how do you you don't you don't need to rush things yeah things will come when they're right and that's why I think the movement that you've created the I love my life moments is is helping you slow down in a way and that's why I love it because it forces you to slow down and think no I'm present I'm here right now. I'm not in the future. I'm not in the past. I'm here right now and I'm yeah. enjoying this. And um, I just, I don't know. I think that that's so important to slow down because, you know, in this 
this day and age, I feel like when I say that I'm really old, (laughs) but like in this day, I feel like we're always so fast. Like we want somebody to deliver something to our house in one day. It's not fast enough. We want somebody to do two hour curbside pickup. We want this, that, this, that like so fast, but like in reality, it takes so much time to get there. So we can't forget to be present in the moment. Um, I forgot to ask you, what is your favorite food and your least favorite food? Because that's pivotal to this conversation. (laughs) Okay. So I love this question because I love food. Um, I have two favorite foods. And if my friends are listening, they're going to laugh at me or my mom. Um, But my first one is like somewhat of a joke, but it is like my favorite food, but it's just really random. But it's a Caesar salad with salmon. And I like drench it in hot sauce like buffalo sauce um and then I put like a bunch of red pepper flakes on it and it's like I'm addicted to it like I, every time I go to a restaurant like I have to order a Caesar salad with salmon um to the point where my mom like the other week was like Kendall please just try something else like you don't need to it, it all tastes the same and I'm like no but it's so good and like when you put that it's not just the Caesar salad with salmon like you have to do the hot sauce and you have to do the red pepper flakes I mean I really like spicy things but it's so good and it doesn't get old like every one of them is good I'm like, excited okay. I have that's to try my, like, <laughs> that's my like current you know like discovery um and it's been my favorite for the past like I think I really started my obsession this summer so it's like a newer favorite food and then my like actual favorite food I would say is pasta with like drenched in marinara sauce, like almost to the point where it's like soupy. Like Ew. I can't just have a little marinara sauce. <laughs> like not like like full on, but like has to, like you can't just have like the dash of marinara. Like it has to have. <laughs> See, I'm like a what? pink salt. I'm a pink pasta uh, person. You're like a uh, no, no, honey. <laughs> no. Like yeah, no, it has to have a lot of marinara. Like that's so funny. That on it. Um, okay, and then least favorite food. Um, I don't really have like a like I like I hate saying this because people are like, no, you don't like everything. There's something you hate. But in my like everyday type foods, no, that doesn't make sense. But like I don't have a least favorite food, but I have least favorite things in a meal. Mm-hmm. So like I don't like pot roast because I don't like the like squishy carrots in the pot roast. Really? Like I was That's thinking like more about this. Part. I don't like pot <laughs> roast. Like the actual roast. I think the roast is gross, but I like the carrots. See, I'm the opposite. Like I'll eat the like I like the meat and the onion and that like the sauce, whatever it is. Um, but the carrot part like really weirds me out. Like I told my mom this the other day. I was like, I don't like pot roast. And she was like, Kendall, I literally made that for you on Sunday. And I was like, Oh, I know. Well, like I liked it. It's just not my first choice of meal, but I just the squishy carrot thing like grosses me out (laughs) so I was like I wouldn't pick that as my meal and then my other one I was thinking about this was like I don't like this is really weird but when there's eggs in a salad like that like really I can see that it's kind of weird yeah like who came up with that idea like oh I'm gonna put eggs on lettuce what the frick yeah, no, and I love eggs and I love salads and like I like the, the Cobb salad concept, but like every time I see like egg, it like grosses me out. Like, I, but I, I can love get behind that. that. I can get behind that. Yeah, not entirely weird, but so, I can get behind it. 
So it's not like I have a least favorite food. It's like concepts of foods. Yeah. You know. That makes sense. Like, I don't know yeah. if you've heard of like a sushi burrito before. Yeah. But I, I have, like love that concept. Before. I'm like, I don't want no. like a fat piece of sushi in my mouth. So. Yeah. Anyways. I agree. Yeah, I, I love I get the sushi. Concept. I love sushi, but like the sushi roll, it's like too much sushi in like a bite. Yeah. You, know? you want like the bite with everything. You're guaranteed yeah. the like sushi satisfaction with the little pieces, but the big burrito, it's like, no, you don't know what exactly. you're going to bite into. Yeah, exactly. I agree with that. Amen, girl. Amen. Okay. <laughs> so now that I asked you that and we broke the ice really late to the game, but that's okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> What what was your turning point or like when did you decide that, you know, we kind of touched on it a little bit, but like living day to day was just not sufficient for you anymore and that there was certain moments in every day that you could recognize and that you felt like this is really what I need to be focusing on or like my life, the way I'm living it right now is not cutting it. Yeah, so I kind of touched on this earlier. Um, it was definitely 2018, like right out of college. Um, and I don't think like in college I really noticed. So like, I don't, not that it was like negative, but like I wasn't like, I don't know. I was a little lost, let's say. Um, but in college, there's like so many distractions and stuff. Like you have your friends, there's so, always things going on. And you have schoolwork and it's like, you focus on the schoolwork, like that's the end goal and your exams and all that kind of stuff. And then you have like the after, after activities and stuff. And there's just like so much. Um, and then out of college, like right when I started my corporate job, um, like loved my job, but I just remember thinking like, there has to be more to life than this. Like I felt like I was just living like a rat, rat race or like just mm-hmm. like a robot, robotic life. Like, I'd go to work, I'd come home, I'd make dinner, I'd go to bed, and then I'd wake up and do it again. And I'm not, like, I don't watch TV, I'm not, like, a Netflix person. So I was, like, I I guess I was scrolling on Instagram. I don't know what I was doing with my time. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think I was, like, trying to go to the gym that <laughs> wasn't working. Um, wasn't very <laughs> motivated. Um, but I just remember being, like, like, is this it? Like, is this 9 to 5 thing? Like, is this it? Um and I was definitely lost. It was definitely my like lowest point looking back. Um, and my like actual turning point, like I was talking to my brother about this the other day, um, was, so he, I was at like a concert and I had like a panic attack. I have anxiety. Like I've always stressed about things. Um, but I was having like a panic attack and I was like crying to him and I was like upset about something. And he was like, you realize like, um you're in control of your emotions and like you have the like you're in control of like how you react or how people affect you and I was like what what are you talking about <laughs> you do <laughs> and he was like yeah I've been listening to these YouTube videos and he's like and these podcasts like I'm gonna send them to you I was like okay um and so at that point I just started like listening to all this motivational stuff um and it got to the point where I was like it was all I would do. Like I'd wake up, put one on, um, shower. I was listening to one driving in my car instead of music, like music. I would always put like sad music on. Like, I was like, no, stop with that. Like you don't need to do that. So I put like positive stuff on and I was like, wow, this is cool. <laughs> I yeah. like this stuff. 
Um, and like, I started to notice the difference. I mean, it takes time. Like, it's not like I'm like one podcast and I'm like, whoa, life is changing. Um, or like right. one motivational video, but you just like start to realize the impact it has on like how you think. Um, and then you want to do more of it and like add other little things into your, um, daily routine. So yeah, it was like 2018. Um, I have, and I, I have to give credit to my mom. Um, I grew up like my mom gives leadership development speeches with her company. Like she gives motivational speeches. Like all my friends call my mom for like life advice. Like she's like mm-hmm. the one they go to. Um, and so growing up, she was always like at the dinner table, we had to like say our, like what was our peak of the day, like our favorite thing of the day. Um, she would like, when I'd come home from college, we'd do like a little like semester assessment where it's like, what, what did I, what went well? what would I have changed? And then, okay, on the things I would have changed, like, how would I get there type thing? Mm-hmm. Um, and so she's always been like, that's always, that stuff's always been in my life, like this, like personal development stuff, or she'd always recommend a book. But unfortunately, when she would do that kind of stuff, I wasn't like interested in it. You know, I was like, no, no, like, that's not going to help. Um, and maybe like, I'm not really like a reader. I wasn't a reader. Uh, so maybe these like videos spoke a little bit more to me I don't know but now I love all the stuff that my mom had previously <laughs> taught me yeah <laughs> I think I went back and wrote like read the books she tried to get me to read like growing up um I still do like the how would you improve like the what went well what would you different do differently like setting goals like I do all that so my mom shout out to her like so I think it's always been in me but then mm-hmm. I lost it for a period of time, like in college. And then when I was like 2018, like, what do I do? Like, I was lost and sad. And then, yeah, this helped. And like, I'm still, I still have the same job. It wasn't the job, like mm-hmm. at all. It was just, I didn't do anything for myself. Like, I mm-hmm. literally, I would always say yes to things. Um, I felt like I had to be at like every social event. I had to do, like, what my friends were doing. And I'm like, do I even want to coach that? Like, why am I going? Mm-hmm. And then when I stopped doing those things for, like, other people and started doing things for me, um, and I learned about that through those motivational videos, you know? Um, no, and books. There's a book called Essentialism. We, like, talked about this. Yes, Essentialism is so good. If you're looking for a new read into 2021, Essentialism is unreal. So good. Totally, totally oh, recommend. Good. Both me and Kendall have both read it. Yes, it's so good. I need to go back and read it because it's been a while. But, I mean, it just talks about, like, doing things that are, like, essential. I don't know, saying no to things that are just, like, unnecessary that you don't need to, like, I don't know, do if you don't want to do. I just, like, yeah, so that was my turning point. And then I just started doing things for me. There's, like, a quote about something um, – I don't remember exactly, but like you're the main character of your life. Like it's your life. Yeah. And I was constantly like looking, like doing what I thought I had to do. And then I'm like, no, wait, this is what makes me happy. This is what makes me happy. Okay. I'm going to do this. And then when you start doing that, you're like, it's cool. I like this. Yeah. There was actually something I saw the other day on Instagram and it was, um, it said something like, don't, don't worry about coloring and the lines with your life because there weren't lines to begin with anyways and I feel like that's really good because sometimes we all think that there's like these lines that we have to follow and we have to color in but 
those lines really aren't anything at all. They're just a figment of our imagination based on the home that we grew up in or based in the society that we live or the country or the state what? or the city. Like there's so many like lines that have been created from uh, for us, but that doesn't mean that you're like a loser if you don't deal with them all right. Like it doesn't matter and it's all about you. And if those if those lines or those shapes aren't working for you to color in, don't do it. Nobody says that you have to. Right. No, 100%. Yeah. And I think for like a while, I was like, it goes back to that, like, what's the next big thing? Like the next like promotion or place I'm going to like move. I don't know. It was just like, I was so focused on like the next big thing again. It's like, I, did, I didn't appreciate where I was and what the time I had and like what I could do with the time I had. So yeah, when I started like, focusing on what I liked and what I wanted to do mm-hmm. um and it takes time like I I don't know I don't I started hobbies this is something I think like I didn't have any hobbies well, I didn't think I had hobbies like I remember somebody asking me like two years ago being like so what do you do for fun I'm like I don't know I hang out with my friends like <laughs> and then I was like that's ridiculous like I need hobbies and it's like you have them like people mm-hmm. you hear it all the time people are like I don't know I watch Netflix I'm like okay now deep down you have something you enjoy to do that's a hobby mm-hmm. and like I think I and the hobbies are cool like I love hobbies now like I want more of them yeah. but back then I was like I don't know I don't know what my hobbies are but like yeah so you have to find what you love and it can be something so random um like for me we talked about this but like I used to draw and paint growing up and I remember my mom always being like you got to get back into that. And I'm like, no, I'm, I, what do you want me to do? Pull out a paintbrush? Like, yeah. I thought it was so weird. <laughs> and then I was like, no, I, maybe she's right. Okay. I'll give it a try. Then I remember buying like on Amazon, like, um, like a sketch pad and then, um, like acrylic paints and stuff. And I started doing that again. And I was like, this still isn't like my jam. Like I like, I know I like this a while ago like when I was younger but I like I always wanted to do graphic design but I'm better with like my hand like I don't know like the like painting drawing type thing mm-hmm. like engineering I don't know like it's stuff with your hands and stuff like fixing things um but I was like there has to be like a happy medium and then I discovered procreate mm-hmm. but I don't think I would have discovered procreate had I not started like getting back into like the interest in drawing and painting so I guess my advice to people would be like if you have a like you have an interest in something just like start at it because you'll find something else that will like push you a little bit more and be like oh that's interesting I like that yeah and hobbies encourage you to learn so it kind of goes along with that so like you're not staying stagnant and I think a lot of the time we don't realize but learning is so important in our life and if we stop learning learning we literally just stop I read a book it's called the happiness equation which is another book I highly recommend it's so it's such a quick read it's so good it's called the happiness equation um don't remember the author but super good and uh they talk about how people who actually retire um like early on actually deteriorate a lot faster than people who continue to work throughout their life And it's because learning is so pivotal to our happiness and so important because it allows us to grow. So 
I think hobbies is really important because you're continually trying to get better and trying to learn something that you love. Um, so, and then something else that you said a while ago that when you and I were talking prior to this, you said that you need to put your energy where you'll get energy back. And that's really, I don't know, to me that, that speaks volumes. Cause like for me, where, where do I, where do I go to recharge? Does that actually recharge me or does that drain me? Like for example, Instagram, Instagram for me, I say that that's, um, an unwinding tool, but it really drains me because I start comparing myself. I start looking at other people's lives. I um, deteriorate my own self-worth because I'm comparing myself to somebody else and that's not healthy. But what does, what does give me energy back is like, sounds silly, but like being in the bath, I feel refreshed after I'm like, Oh, this was great. I should do this every night or like reading a book or going for a walk, things like that, that give me energy back are, and that would seem to go with anybody else that, wow, that made no sense. Same to go. Wow. Good job. <laughs> um, but putting your energy where you get energy back is where your time is well spent. So if anybody that's listening to this kind of needs direction at all, find something that you're remotely interested in and then Determine if that gives you energy back. If it's really draining, then don't continue to do it. I mean, it might still be your interest, but think about the energy that you put into it has to be good energy and you'll get good energy out. So I just think it's really important to, and I wanted to touch on that because you shared it and I thought that was so cool. No, I forgot I said that. And, but yeah, I'm looking at like some of my notes and I wrote, I learned to get my energy back and like feel fulfilled again. Like, I was so focused on, yeah, so what we just, like, what you just talked about, like, I didn't get my energy, like, I have to, I like being alone, like, I like doing little things, like, I guess I'm an introvert, I feel like I'm an extrovert sometimes, I don't really know, but, um, yeah, I get my energy back from, like, being in my own space, like, having time to, like, reset, doing, like, the little things, like, drawing on Procreate, or, like, creating, like, that is where I feel fulfilled and like get my energy back and then I can even go to my socialization and be with my friends and stuff but if I constantly do that like you're gonna lose me I'm gonna be like nope like I have to do those little things and be by myself and be creative and I like journal like I have a and it took time like this doesn't come like I'm like two I looked back two years ago and I'm like I didn't do like in the beginning I remember trying I you just have to try that's all it is and like you said like if it doesn't, if it drains you, then okay, try again. Mm-hmm. Start like try something else. But you can stay in that like category, or just find things that you like that, and then eventually it kind of just all like connects in some way. Yes. Like you can so cool. connect the little hobbies. I don't know. It does though. Yeah, but does. like my, I was talking to a girl the other day, and she was talking about how, I think her cousin or something, he, he, he likes video games. But then he also is creative. So he started like a little, it was at first a hobby. And he would, like people would send them their like video remote controls. And then he'd like do a design on it that they wanted. It was like a custom. And I was like, that's so random, but like so cool. And like now yeah. it's his job. And no he way. does it full time. But I'm like, that's such a, he was creative and he liked video games. And he put the two together. And now it's like what he does for a living. I'm like, yeah. you can turn your hobbies into whatever you want. Yeah, it's true. It can just be a hobby or I think you can turn it into a career. 
and I think it just evolves over time like a butterfly yeah it sounds really stupid but it does like it's it's really slow but sometimes it evolves just over time and we don't realize that it's like unfolding right before us and sometimes um, the most obvious things are the things that we either a need to put away or b we need to start doing so I think my advice to anybody that's listening is that as well and again like me and Kendall we aren't licensed professionals at all to tell you you know your mental health or where you're feeling and how to treat certain things that you're feeling but these things have helped us and you know I go and see a counselor and that has helped me a lot but I also can't see my counselor every day so I need other ways to cope with what I'm dealing with and finding those little moments in your life or finding those hobbies that you enjoy and finding those places where you receive energy back is really important to coping with whatever life throws at you. So just wanted to throw that in there that I think it's really important and a good reminder. Yes, definitely. And yeah, I'll be open about that too. I go see a counselor as well, somewhat new to it, but I've loved it so far. It's like, I enjoy talking about this, like personal development. Like I enjoy learning more about it, like learning different, I guess you would say like methods, I don't know, or different things that help. Um, but sometimes like hearing other, like other people's opinions help. So it It really does. Yeah. And, um, perspective. it really does. It's uh, so helpful. And I saw a graphic and it's like two people sitting down and it's like the counselor and then the client and the client has like all of this stuff in their head and it's like a bubble above their head. It's got like all of this just like yarn, I guess. And then the yarn is getting drawn out to the counselor and the counselor is putting the different colored yarn into different places for the client. And I think that that's really common. And that's how I always feel when I'm done with counseling. I'm like, oh, wow, she compartmentalized like everything that I'm feeling. Right. And I don't even know how she did that because I didn't even know that that's what I was feeling or why or like she connects it for me and helps me understand what I'm feeling. So um, highly suggest that if you haven't thought about seeing seeking any mental health, you don't have to be in a really dark place to go seek mental health. I think it's better to get ahead of the game. Uh, for me, I really suffer with seasonal depression. So I knew that I did not want to go through what I went through last year again. So I started early. I've been going since September. <laughs> so it's been great for me, but I just highly recommend that to anybody else. But what I wanted to touch on, um, and then we'll wrap up was, um, two things. One, how do you find areas of your own life to appreciate Kendall? And how do you, how do you determine those? And how would you encourage others to do that? So yeah, for myself, I feel like I kind of touched into it earlier, but it's just going back to like, what do you enjoy? Like what, um, like what brought me happiness? Like I said, like, I think I kept pushing off like the creative side of me. I just was like, no, like that's, I always would say like, that's not what I studied in college. I don't know why that mattered so much. I'm like, I study engineering. (laughs) I have to be like an engineer. Like, no, like you can do, you can do whatever you want. And we're also so young, like, so I don't know. I think, yeah, I was so focused on, like, I got a career in engineering. I can't go paint. I, like, it just was, like, mm-hmm. 
they didn't correlate to me. Um, but then when I started like getting into things I like or like spending t- my weekends, like I love like little coffee shops, like going to like the little coffee shops and just sitting there getting like some coffee, like that brings me joy. But I wasn't doing that. Like I was like waking up in the morning, like rushing to go do like the fun thing of the weekend. And it's like, okay, go do the thing for yourself. This is what I would, I would go to the coffee shop and then I'd go meet up with like my friends later. But like I had to do that like little thing for me. And then I'd meet up my, with my friends and do like a fun thing for the weekend. Um, and like with work too, like I have to, um, like I still have the same 95, love the job, like appreciate it now. Like I appreciate it now because before I was like, so I guess I was thinking it was the job, but it was just like, no, I wasn't doing anything else with my other time that I enjoyed. Like I'd come home again. I told you, I, I never, actually, I guess back then I was watching TV. Like I'd watch the bachelor and stuff. Um, but like, I wasn't getting fulfilled from the bachelor. Um, so then I would like replace that time with something that I did enjoy, like drawing my sketchbook, I don't know, or listening to a podcast while I'm like doing my laundry or something. Um, so yeah. And then I prioritize, like, I love to travel, um, in the past three, three years, I've been to 22 countries. So I made that a priority. Like there's certain things in your life that you have to, you should, you should, I don't say you have to, I recommend, um, like prioritizing because it really does make a difference. Like if I go on a trip, I feel so much more like fulfilled and I appreciate life more. And I just like, kind of, it's like a reset. So I start, I understood how I feel, felt after and then I prioritize that. Um, so yeah. yeah. And, and then you, you start said, to appreciate. Yeah, go ahead. Other I was just going to say, then you start just start to appreciate like where you are and like what you have in front of you. It's true. You said before that doing things for yourself is a ripple effect. And I think it's true. The more that you start doing things for yourself, the easier it is to do things for yourself and to Mm -hmm. identify the things that are not helpful or things that you said yes to that you really realize you don't want to say yes to and it's not you. And so I love that. And then you also shared a really good quote that I love oh, chef's gonna you, get know, <laughs> you know which yeah. one it is <laughs> <laughs> I I do I have it I need to wait I have it written down um but yeah back to what you just said like you notice the effect it has on you like like you feel you're just like soul feels like a little bit more lit up and then when you notice that you want to do more of that and then you want to start like pushing away the things that don't make you feel that little like make your soul shine type thing um yeah Oh, my the quote, make a list. And I don't know whose quote this was. I remember I found it like probably a year ago and I put it on my Instagram. I wish I knew who's like said it originally. But make a list of the things that make you happy. Then make a list of the things you do every day. Compare the list and then adjust accordingly. So yeah, look at your like every day, what you do. Like, are you sitting, sitting there? Like if you look at your time and you're sitting there spending your time scrolling on Instagram or TikTok, like, I mean, sometimes TikTok is good because it has knowledge in there. If you get on the right side of TikTok, you know, like yeah. maybe like the podcast side or the drawing painting side. I don't know. Then you get inspired. But yeah, um, but like, yeah, you have to look at like what you do every day. Mm-hmm. And like, even if it's just going on a walk, like, did you go on a walk? Yeah. That are just you surrounded? Like shocked yeah. me when you shared that. I'm just like, <laughs> oh, like what a simple concept. But why yeah. have I not been doing that? 
Like it's so simple. And I think that's why I love it because it's so profound. It's like, really make a freaking list of all of the things that you love and then compare it to the things that you do in your everyday. And no wonder you're not happy because all the things that yeah. you love, you're not doing. <laughs> right. Exactly. And it's not saying like you had to quit your nine to five. Like, mm-hmm. that's, I mean, if you have it in you, go do it. No I'm kidding. Yeah. But <laughs> like the after hour, like after or um, before, like wake up, like, I don't know, create a routine in the morning. I, that's hard for me to say because I'm not a morning person, but me neither, after girl. like, make sure <laughs> like whatever you like to do after, like make sure you do something after work that makes you happy. Don't just sit on that couch, mm-hmm. you know, go get like, go hang out with a friend or go on the walk or go make sure you watch the sunset and drive in your car and listen to your favorite song. I don't know if it makes you happy, go do it. Mm-hmm. Like puzzle. If you like a puzzle, yeah. Do the puzzle. Puzzles <laughs> Not are a fun. puzzle person, but <laughs> <laughs> well but yeah, you gotta do more of what you like. I know. It's so true. And if we if we go through our life without doing the things that we love or we only do them on occasion, no wonder we're sad. So I think it's yeah. just really helpful if we try to incorporate, even if it's just one thing that we love every day, it doesn't have to be the full list. It could just be one thing that you love every day Yeah. and incorporating that you'll see a huge shift in your life. Um, so I wanted to kind of wrap up the podcast with the things that you do personally to steal your day and what what you what you do and why it makes you feel the way you do okay so what do I do to steal the day love that because it has the name of your podcast (laughs) um I told I told you this earlier but so creative loved it I remember like yeah anyway I love it creative and I thought I appreciate it you're so sweet (laughs) (laughs) um but what do I do to steal the day um yeah so routine my morning routine recently and like I'm not saying I've been doing this for like a long time but this is like like my new little um thing I've been doing um but gratitude I'll start with gratitude because that's like biggest thing that has helped me um and it it goes along with the ILMO moments like just finding appreciation for your life like now and what you have um there was a quote I said read the other day and it was gratitude helps you appreciate what you already have like you're thinking about what right now you have and what you should be grateful for. Um, but gratitude, I write down three things every morning I'm grateful for. Um, and on a podcast, I'm a big Ed Milet fan, love him. Um, and I listen to like every single one of his podcasts, but he had Jay Shetty on and they talked about gratitude and just how like it really can change your perspective, but the, you should do or write or think about your gratitude like in your own life and what relates to your life and not like the, I mean, you can be, obviously we all should be grateful for the air in the sky. Um, but like, they're so generic in a way, like think about your gratitude as like your every day. Um, mm-hmm. Like for me right now, this would be like the podcast. Like this is something very new to me, but I'm very appreciative of it. And, um, but it's just the little things in your own life. Like literally like this pen, I don't know. Like it could be anything. Mm-hmm. But it's something so specific to your day and what you're doing, like, right then and there. And when you start doing, like, the the simple gratitude, but, like, the specific things to your life, you start to appreciate your life, your own life a little more. 
Um, so gratitude's like really, really big for me. Definitely changed my perspective. And I even created these sweatshirts and on them on the sleeve, they say, today I'm grateful for, um, cause I love gratitude so much. I had to put it on there, but it's supposed to encourage people to like find their gratitude in the day. Like today, what are you grateful for? Um, so yes, gratitude, big thing. Uh, I also read the daily stoic if, um, by Ryan holiday that I've been doing for like over a year. Highly, highly recommend, highly recommend it like that. I didn't, I guess that's like my one habit that I've been like really good about keeping up with the past year or two. Um, but so every day I read, and for those of you that don't know what the daily story is, it's like one of those books that has like a page and a message every day. Um, and it's not like really religious, it's like stoicism. So, um, but there, he talks every day, there's a new concept. And so what I do is I read that page. Um, and then I write in my own words, what like it means to me or how it relates to my own life, like right then and there. Um, so yeah, it like helps me think about different concepts in life. Highly recommend it. Great book. Um, and I bring it everywhere with me. And then what else? Gratitude. Oh, I always think about my favorite moment from yesterday. So I call it my ILML moment. Um, so I think of my favorite moment from the day before and it literally could be something so simple, like chatted with that friend or went on that walk or enjoyed listening to that song in the car. Like, I don't know. It was your happy moment. I call Island a moment. It's like a moment that brought you joy, laughter and gratitude, like something that just made you happy. And it can be so simple. Um, so yeah, that's like my morning routine. That's how I like to start my day recently. Oh, it's, I'm, and you have to fine tune it. Like I didn't like wake up and be like, this is my right. brand new routine. It's going to, I'm going to do it every day and it's going to work. Um, yeah. Like obviously Come. there's some days I don't do it. Yeah. It takes time. Um, <laughs> yeah. And you find what like you like actually want to do that help you notice what helps you. Mm-hmm. Like I remember when I first was like, I got a, I'm going to drink tea every morning or night. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, this, that didn't last I don't like there's things like I don't really like that like why am I doing that (laughs) I'm like wait I don't even like tea um (laughs) but like yeah you just have to find things that like you like and they're like good habits um Mm -hmm. and then you kind of stick with them I'm trying to think if there's I mean obviously like exercise movement um yeah I'm still working on that one same it's (laughs) all it's all good Um, but yeah, I mean, I, and then I have, like, for me, it's drawing, like drawing is one of my habits I have to do because to me, it's like, what is it like comforting or like relaxing my end of day thing is I pull out my little procreate and I draw, I draw a quote for the, awesome. for the Instagram. I love that. Yeah. So finding ways to seal the day, finding ways to reflect on your past day and also finding finding time to really focus on the now is so important and sealing the day is I can't I kind of feel like it's hand in hand with um your movement that you have and I just I just think that you bring so much perspective to everybody that's listening and to even just me and even if you didn't help anybody today you helped me and so I really appreciate that and um, you're just the way that this is all unfolded has 
I guess just shows that you're meant to do this. And so um, I just, I just want to thank you so much for being here today and taking the time to share your thoughts with the steel of the day crew and that you've been so willing and so loving to me and just to share your heart on the podcast today. So thank you so much. It's such a pleasure. But before we sign out, you have to tell people where to find you on Instagram. Oh, of course. Um, yeah. So the account um, is called it's at I L M L moments with an S. Um, and then from there, you can find my personal account. It's like in the bio. Um, yeah, but thank you for having me. I can't thank you enough. I said this earlier, but this is my first podcast and I have a fear of public speaking. And although I'm not standing on a stage speaking to a bunch of people, it's still scary. So, and I always like wanted to do something like this. And thanks to you, you helped me get over my fear of podcasts and speaking and was able to do my first one. So thank you. Big moment. So it's a big moment for me. Good. I'm so glad to be part of it. Well, um, thank you so much for being on here today. And um, we'll catch you guys next week. Steal the day family. Thank you so much for being here. Kendall, say bye. Bye. Thank you, everyone.